Welcome to AM Best Audio. Wildfire continues to be a growing risk that's been vexing homeowners, municipalities, and of course the insurance industry as well. I'm John Weber for AM Best TV, and we're at the 2023 Verisk Insurance Conference, and we're speaking about wildfire today with Jeff Amthor, AVP Wildfire Risk Modeling for Verisk, David Chu, Wildfire Field Rep, National Fire Protection Association, and Arindam Samantha, Director of Product Management Underwriting for Verisk. And David, we're going to start with you today. The West Coast this year had unprecedented precipitation. So is that good news for the 2023 wildfire season? It's kind of a combination of both. Uh, the water and snow that we got is clearly going to help with the drought situations. Uh, you know, just on a basic front, we're all very pleased about that. Uh, however, um, it is going to cause problems down the road. While the plants have absorbed a lot of that moisture and they are ha maintaining a higher fuel content at this time, it'll probably push back uh, significant fire behavior until later in the spring or summer. But what happens is that all that water is producing a very, very robust grass crop, which will inevitably wilter and die, lose its fuel content, moisture content, and will provide a, a very robust ignition fuel bed for later in the fall. So in the event that during the fall we get significant wind events coupled with ignition sources, uh, it could prove to be a, quite a catastrophic event. And the, the Marshall Fire of a, of a little over a year ago in Colorado is an example of that, or at least it is a contributing factor. There was a lot of grass available, there was a lot of dead dry grass available, there was a wind event, there was an ignition, but most of that biomass was there because it had been rainy the previous, the previous growing season. So this is outside of Boulder in Colorado. Wet year, a lot of biomass accumulated when an ignition did occur in combination with some high wind catastrophic event. And we have to remember that it's all part of the climate system of the West. Unless the climate of the West changes, the wildfires are going to be part of the reality. And I want to point out that it, that occurred on December 30th. So historically, people think of wildfires in the summer or fall, but no longer. It's a, it's a year-round event these days. Jeff, one of, one of the tools used to mitigate wildfire mm -hmm. are so-called controlled burns. Yes. Headline from just a few hours ago, I'm not going to name the publication, but the headline is, Spiking Insurance Costs Threaten Use of Controlled Fire. Is that accurate? It may be accurate. Um, most of the prescribed burns, the controlled burns, are carried out by government agencies who don't suffer liability directly. My understanding is that there are, there are commercial operations that are conducting, that this may apply to some commercial operations where they are now unable to insure themselves in carrying out a controlled burn. We have had some bad instances of controlled burns getting out of hand in the West in recent years. That raises a lot of flags among the public. They're very concerned about it. Actually, the public is opposed, much of the public is opposed to controlled burn because they know about the stories of a controlled burn, a prescribed burn getting out of hand. Now, having said that, prescribed burns are our tool for managing fire in the West, for reducing the risk. Controlled burns are incredibly important, um, but to the extent that people are concerned about their own liability and carrying out an operation like that, that's very bad news. And there is a, that points out to 
the liability issues that surround this entire question. Uh, the, the litigation problems that exist uh, in the event that a prescribed fire gets out of control are tremendous. And there is a deep fear uh, because there have been occasional incidents where that has occurred. The reality is the vast majority of prescribed fires go off without a hitch and no problems at all. The value to them, as Jeff said, is that they're incredibly important to the future of controlling our uh, fuel management policies as, and reducing fuel content in the vegetation, as well as uh, the, the air quality and, and climate change issues with carbon output. They, uh, you know, it, it has been well documented that prescribed fires actually emit far less particulate manner than an uncontrolled and unwanted wildfire. So there's numerous advantages to doing it, but there are some risks that have to be addressed. Yeah, I think it's a balance of issues as, as Jeff and uh, Dave pointed out. Uh, it's a balance of how much is the benefit from the controlled burns and where is the benefit in the Western states vis-a-vis -vis the liability being faced by these companies and organizations that are engaged in um, the controlled burns. And if those liabilities go out of hand, then obviously you have to ask yourself, is it worth it? Arindam, are the <laughs> mitigation efforts paying off or is wildfire just going to become another part of the risk landscape? Wildfires are part of the risk landscape and I don't think that will change anytime soon. Uh, so, th but there is a role for mitigation uh, in, this, in the risk management area uh, and it is at both levels, at the community level where communities are clearing fuels and uh, participating in various programs like Firewise or risk reduction community programs or Ready, Set, Go programs. And also at the individual level, uh, homeowners maintaining uh, defensible space around their properties as well as using building materials that are more fire resistant. Those can also uh, all help in decreasing the potential for catastrophic insurance losses. I think it's important to note that the we, as the human race, are the ones who've chosen to move into and live in a wildfire-prone environment. And I would argue that we somewhat foolishly made land management decisions over 100 years ago. And I don't want to point fingers to those folks back then because, quite frankly, they had no idea of the long-term consequences of those choices. But there are very real negative impacts to choices that were made a very, very long time ago, and we're suffering from those today. We need to accept wildfire as being part of that natural landscape and learn how to coexist with it in a more cohesive manner without the destruction when fires occur. Because we can't eliminate fire from the landscape, but we can learn how to live more successfully with it. David, do you think wildfire will become an insurance exclusion, that being the case? I think that Premiums will effectively exclude wildfire in some environments. I certainly know, I know of people in the Rocky Mountains that cannot afford insurance because of the wildfire risk. I, I, they can buy the policy, but it's too expensive for them. I think that the public education, though getting back to David's point, I think public education is, the penetration of public education on the wildfire issue is very shallow so far. Um, we know what, the science is clear, we know what the risk factors are. We know how to deal with them to some extent. We know how to live with fire because we understand the fire. But the public is not aware of what we know. And I think that the insurance industry the, as a whole 
should take it upon themselves, to, I probably don't want to say this, should take it upon themselves to help educate the policyholders. I agree. I think that uh, the insurance uh, community can be a very positive outlet to help uh, to help the public understand better, uh, you know, the, the insurance business for, uh, you know, Insurance Institute for Business and Home Safety, IBHS, which is the research arm that the insurance industry helps fund, uh, is the one of the major research wings that is identifying the reasons why structures are igniting the way they do. And through that research and information, we're becoming much better educated on how to turn that around and mitigate those ignition factors, which, are not difficult, especially for new construction, but can be very difficult for retrofitting the existing landscape out there. So it is a difficult process and, and a change in the paradigm of our social norms, of thinking about where we're building, how we're building, what are we building with, how we landscape our properties. All of those changes are really uh, you know, very difficult for a lot of people to wrap their minds around. Legislation is successful in the West to some extent, but I'm going to say that legislation takes a long time. We all know that. The legislative process is not a fast process. Um, we can educate the public way ahead of the curve, I believe. The legislation will come. It is coming. It, does, it is effective. But let's not wait for that. Let's educate the public up front and let them, let them take action now. Arinda, beyond the mitigation efforts, the building codes, things like that. Are there ways that the insurance industry and the reinsurance industry as well should be addressing wildfire? I think there's a great opportunity for both the insurance industry and the reinsurance industry here because as far as the insurance industry is concerned, there are very high quality tools that are based on science to select the risk properly and also to rate the risk adequately. And on the reinsurance side, there are also very good tools available to uh, manage your portfolio concentration in a way that is uh, consistent with your uh, risk tolerance. So both of those areas can be very well managed by insurers and reinsurers. Uh, in addition to that, uh, promoting uh, education of consumers on mitigation is another area that uh, both insurers and reinsurers can utilize. And uh, through proactive mitigation, some of these catastrophic losses could be potentially reduced. I think I'd also like to add that there are some existing programs that are proving to be more and more successful. By, by no means are we at a level where we can turn to any community or individual homeowner and say, here, just do this and you'll be fine. Uh, we're just not there yet. We'd, we'd like to be there sometime in the future. But the programs that exist already, such as the Firewise USA program with the National Fire Protection Association, uh, is rapidly growing in strength, especially in California, where insurance companies are recognizing the value of communities who are collectively coming together, recognizing their risk from a wildfire, and working as a cohesive group, a neighborhood, to try to reduce those risks. If, if there's one thing we do know, is that no one has the luxury of living in a bubble and singularly taking on the problem by themselves. If, if one neighbor does all the right things, but none of the other neighbors are doing it, that doesn't necessarily reduce their risk. Conversely, if all the other neighbors are doing something and one or two neighbors choose to not do anything, that still poses a risk to the community. So through the collective 
work of communities across the country uh, in Firewise communities. We're seeing a growing level of education that uh, communities are being able to charge forward and, and start working on their own personal challenges and reducing that risk. And we do see examples of where that has been quite successful in some of the larger fires that we've experienced over the, the last few years. The wildfire risk is a community risk. It is not an Very individual much. property risk. Your neighbor, my neighbor, they're important to my property. My property is important to their property. This is not an individual risk. This is a community risk. And on that note, Arindam, David, Jeff, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. Thank you. Thanks, John. Thank you. And from the 2023 Verisk Insurance Conference, I'm John Weber for AM Best TV. Looking to get the full attention of the insurance industry? We have the platforms that will do just that. Whether it be AM Best TV, AM Best Audio, Best Review Magazine, or Best Day. Find out more by calling AM Best Advertising Sales at 908-439-2200, extension 5399, and have a great day.